Hello and welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for a new series, The Stranger on Netflix that has been in my queue for, I don't know, a few years. I've been wanting to check out this show and it's just been patiently awaiting its turn. So let's go ahead and begin by taking a peek behind the curtains. So The Stranger is a eight-part miniseries created by Harlan Coben based on The Stranger that he also wrote. However, the series is written by an array of other folks, Danny Brocklehurst, Mick Ford, and Carla Chrome. Why do I know that name? Did she play in Misfits? Holy shit, she was just in Misfits. That's uh, good to know. I didn't know she was quite the the writer. Oh, look, she's got a, a lot of writing credits. Good, that's good for her. So this du- series was directed by Daniel O'Hara and Hannah Quinn. Our cast is Richard Armitage as Adam Price. He was in the uh, third or fourth season of Hannibal, which was my favorite season of Hannibal, <laughs> mainly because I like the Red Dragon story. Shaban Fennerman as Detective Sergeant or DS Johanna Griffin. Jennifer Saunders as Heidi Doyle. Sean Dooley as Doug Tripp. He was also in uh, Misfits. Paul Kay as Patrick Katz. I don't think we've met him. At least I don't I don't believe so. Dervla Kirwin as Corinne Price. Kadif Kirwan as DS Wesley Ross. Jacob Dudman as Thomas Price. Ella Ray Smith as Daisy Hoy. Uh I think she's just been recently cast in the second season of Foundation, if I am not mistaken. Misha Hanley as Ryan Price. Anthony Head as Edgar Price. Hannah John Kamen? Kamen? I'm not quite sure. As The Stranger and Steven Rea as Martin Killeen. There is a long list of recurring and guest stars as well. The opening theme, Monster, is by Walking on Cars, composer David Buckley. And I think we've given credit where credit is due, well, with the exception of producer Madonna Baptiste. So now let's get into the episode. I didn't rely on any notes for this first episode, which is just episode one, which was written by Danny Brocklehurst and directed by Daniel O'Hara. I gave it an 8.6 out of 10. There seems to be two mysteries going on. The first one being, who is the stranger? Why now has she dropped this information that has led to 
a rift in the prices marriage and then there's the bonfire party that has left someone on life support with a brain injury and a alcapult i don't even know what that is i don't even know if i'm saying it right but it is decapitated and left for the police to find so there's something going on that happened at this party that involves the younger set so i like that they kind of split it into an adult mystery and a teen mystery we start with adam price i'm just gonna go by memory (laughs) uh him taking his son ryan to a football match which is soccer in england and like all men they never read the note on the refrigerator that's trying to organize their life so they don't forget that this particular match is fathers versus the children he also is trying to get on the a team and his brother is giving a a whole bunch of shit about it that is of course what siblings are supposed to do he was not prepared at all he didn't have nothing on and he also really sucked as a goalie is that what they're called yeah a goalie letting them kids whoop his ass you know i'm getting real tired of this luigi he gets a call from his wife corinne they seem to have a happy marriage she's at a conference and while she's there she's having a good time he sees the stranger below him and when he comes back inside she approaches him and kind of gives him this ponderous look before deciding to ruin his life with some information it being hey so your most your wife's most recent pregnancy and miscarriage she absolutely and utterly faked that shit and you might want to get your kids dna tested who the fuck are you man she tells him look i'm just a friend he chases her out she leaves she got a blonde woman in the car with her but he's able to take a a photo of her license plate he of course wants to brush this aside but he immediately calls his wife when he gets home like um i have questions she also tells him if he needs proof all you got to do is look at your your receipt and you'll see that she went to this funzy place that helped fake her pregnancy the thing i don't get about uh british folks is they really be letting their children bring home people (laughs) just they spent the night does your parents know you just take their word for it y'all some trustworthy motherfuckers i will never ever 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 let a boy into my child's room and they up there kissing too they doing the exact thing you ain't even trying to check in on them see what they up to he even left i mean they do things differently across the pond but i was like wow and then they left the home and he seemed to have no problems with checking on making sure they was actually in their bed that night when he got back (laughs) that was so much so very much gonna be hard as hell for my child to sneak out hard as hell he then gets a call from martin 
which is one of his clients he really locked another lawyer or uh, somewhere from the property it looks like they're buying they've bought out everyone in this neighborhood and he's the last one that does not want to move and will not accept any offer but the 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 guy from the company is kind of like look i'm authorized to go up to four hundred thousand. why doesn't he just take the offer because that would be much better than holding out and you know that your client is not going to win this even if they want to keep fighting it so at least take the money he uh then comes back home goes through some photos of when his kid was a child but something's not lining up about them baby pictures which makes him go online and decide to look at his bank statements and lo and behold there is a transaction for the 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 name of the company that she told her told him what what the fuck sticking with the price marriage he's not happy about this he also is having flashbacks to when it seemed like things were not kosher you know it looked like he thought one time maybe he saw a fake baby bump she never wanted to have sex he never saw her naked he didn't go to any ultrasounds and she seemed to be very far along like six months six to seven months pregnant that is a long time to be telling such a long con and i think if he would have just listened he would have heard why she did it because i think i know i could put it together very easily and i ain't why i have not seen anything besides the trailer and even that i don't remember i just know that i really like the actress hannah joel uh last name hannah john came in and thus i wanted to always check this show out and i heard that it was really good and usually british tv miniseries are so here we are i just realized no he did not leave the house that night he actually left that morning and that's when he said oh she spent the night or, or that's when the daughter no that was the next morning but they really just think that like yo is she over here what do you mean is she you know how you not know where your child is y'all need to know where y'all babies are <laughs> just don't or call the adults to double check that the people are there that are saying that's where they're going that's how you get caught that's the number one rule man i don't know how y'all don't know that so back to Corinne getting back early from the vacation. He pulls up to see her and he's not too happy about it. Especially since the bank just called him and said, look, there is some bogus companies that this company leads to. I can send you their IP addresses and an email, but that's all we got for you. She's like, what the fuck? Why aren't you happy to see me? And he's like, no, I am just stressed out about work. Liar, liar, whore, liar, whore, and you know it as soon as he can get a moment alone he's on the laptop checking them ip addresses one is to a fake injury one is to a fake i don't even know what that one the last one was for <laughs> but it definitely leads to a fake pregnancy with all the accessories you would need to pull off this pregnancy he did he need to look at the testimonial i wanted to have a surrogate it's, it's kind of like yeah there's people who use this for for legit reasons and then there's also people who do this for deceptive reasons 
he decides to just chat with her about it and i would say that's very mature because i would think that other people would hold on to it you know mull on it for a long time you know he goes straight to it i need to talk to you outside in that gorgeous ass garden i need a garden that looks exactly like that and he's like look did you freak your pregnancy what did he say she is a terrible liar uh <laughs> her mouth just kept flopping open he's like okay so tell me what this is how did what do you mean um i'm not gonna answer the question i'm just gonna keep dodging who told you this why would you think i faked my pregnancy i'm not asking you i'm telling you i have proof then why are you asking clearly you don't believe what you see so you want her to explain it to you you practically yell it at her explain to me explain to me she starts to talk about this friend who lost a baby it was stillborn but then she came back and saw her a few weeks later and it looked like she was heavily pregnant still she was surrounded by other mothers and you know she felt special she felt loved and, and comforted and he's like what the fuck does this have to do with you freaking your pregnancy and also is my children mine she's like of course they're your children but also i have no explanation for why i really faked my pregnancy it wasn't until later because he is mad at her they don't talk about it ryan's like are you okay mom everything's fine everything's fine he sleeps in the the guest bedroom that morning he sees her yelling at someone on the phone and she had left him with the words it's more than you think and then when she comes in to talk to him he's like the worst thing about this because she's like look let's just have a conversation after we do the award ceremony we'll talk it out and then we'll figure out what we want to do after that and then because he's feeling like he has uh, a moral ground to stand on in this moment which it feels like he does but i'm just throwing it out there he definitely cheated right because she says or when he's like i don't trust you anymore that's the worst part of it and she's like yeah it sucks doesn't it uh it, it hurts doesn't it that's what she says and he looks at her confusingly and she's like we all have our secrets don't we adam and as soon as she said that i was like oh this is her response to his cheating <gasps> I, of course, can have egg all over my face if my supposition is wrong and my cynical side of life just takes over. But that's what that red light to me, coupled with what she was trying to tell him earlier, like I felt a certain loss and this helped me psychologically get through that. It's not healthy. It's definitely deceptive and manipulative, but clearly she's embarrassed of what she did then again she just could be embarrassed that she got caught out there but that's what women typically do when they try want to keep their marriage right they either get knocked up or you pretend to get knocked up and that's unfortunate that women feel the need to do such things when men go out and fucking put their dick in another woman because they take it all the way into their self-esteem versus uh putting the blame on the male who could not commit to a woman that is committed to them because they need to feel 
securing their own selves like they them cheating all they want to do is have their cake and eat it too they want to go out there and and prolific <laughs> they want to spread their seed um go to the jones chronicles for <laughs> more ideas on <laughs> male monogamy <laughs> well monogamy in period in general but this ends or wraps up when he goes to the ceremony she is elected as teacher of the year but she's not there she hasn't shown up he's concerned he barks at his kid like do you know where the fuck she is then shut the hell up but he's trying to calm them also like don't be worried your mom's just not feeling well they hope she's gonna be home but i don't think yeah they did get home she wasn't there then later on adam gets a text where she says look i just need some time give me a few days uh and that's the kind of end of their particular story arc let's go to this um what is it called uh an uh, alpaca alpaca so there's a decapitated alpaca in the middle of town we meet our ds's wes and johanna wes is younger he's gay he's a tweeter he tries to take photos of a crime scene which i'm told is illegal but it is an animal so maybe not so much joanna is going through a split with her husband even though they live in the same home he's in the guest bedroom storing up a storm that would drive me up a wall i'm just gonna hurt you really really bad i am not a snorer i know i can't hear myself but i've been told i not only do not move a lot i sleep like the dead i'm like that must be when i'm asleep because i flip and flop all damn night after 26 years of marriage she's done she 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 wants to end it her and her friend heidi want to go on a vacation to the states like thelma and louise because she's also at the cusp of retiring so she gets this particular case and it leads to on the way back to the precinct west discovering some discarded clothes they follow the trail and it leads to an unconscious dante who was at that bonfire last night that morning because adam was too concerned about his own life and his marriage he didn't notice that his child thomas was acting weird that one boy has eaten pancakes without syrup which i don't understand my daughter does the same thing and he tells his friend like we gotta go now what's up with that we also know his girlfriend daisy was yelling at dante at the party and there's something going on with ella her younger sister because vicky shows up like hey can you watch my daughter i got shit to do (laughs) just for an hour just for an hour but later on we see her in the bathroom she's crying and looking at her phone so what's going on with that is it connected she said her daughter has been depressed for some time so get her some help go send her to some counseling i can understand you think maybe they're going through a phase you don't jump to the counseling stage but if it goes on for more than a week or so because kids usually bounce back anytime they're in a 
depressive funk for some time then you you gotta figure out what's going on you gotta try a little bit harder even if it's not to you and then there was a parent that went up to vicky at the school like hey your daughter and mia used to be friends but they're not talking anymore something's going on and then her daughter ella's looking directly at her like yeah i'm definitely y'all know y'all talking about me and she runs off so vicky chases her um later on in the hospital that's when we find out that he has a significant brain injury they also realize that a human person bit into the animal's leg and when they get to the precinct the results come back and it is not dante someone else was involved that is missing one of their molars i don't know why i automatically thought of the the one friend but i did and i know it had nothing to do with anything other than the fact that uh he was looked like he was tripping balls but he kept flashing back to that party at the end of the episode i'm not sure why if you already know what's in that trash bag that you need to show it present it in that particular fashion but it's tv and we find out that our young thomas has the head of the apaca so he definitely was involved there's shenanigans all over this town i like that that's what i love about british television series they know how to come with the mystery and while it's not always successful more often than not it is it's entertaining they did go to the farmer to ask about if she had one of her alcapacas missing and she named them all she's like niall i don't know why my voice is so scratchy it just is i think it's the weather because it keeps changing every five seconds so what is daisy hiding what is ella hiding what is dante hiding because he was just butt-ass naked out there and you ain't going down like he made a very valid point you're gonna go really slow like you do dumb things when you're a child but you also ain't that dumb and he would have slowed down in the dark knowing that big decline was coming so feels like foul play also where is corinne who was she talking to where is she at what's she doing we end the episode with johanna's friend heidi locking up her shop and across the street is the stranger this girl is on fire and that is how we end our episode our little adventure if you want to join in our discussion regarding the second episode you can send all feedback to blackercouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic